That's what makes us tough. We keep a coming. We're the people that live. They can't wipe us out. They can't lick us. The change has started, and the change in Detroit is real. We're back! Yeah, 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 yeah. Detroit, Michigan. Here, you can actually see what you do affect a great American city, and it's, it's hopefully historical comeback. Welcome to Opportunity Detroit. Hi, this is Paul W. Smith, usually with you Monday through Friday from 6 till 9, but of course here on Opportunity Detroit every week as well. And what a week it's been as we head into the summer and we worry about high gas prices, and for good reason, they're higher than they've been in years. We've also had some great things happening, including our virtual fireworks, the Ford fireworks that they put together for us at the start of the week, and they were beautiful, and we were all safe and sound. So I remind you, uh, through the whole holiday period, that the fireworks are handled brilliantly by experts and not always so brilliantly by other people who want to put on their own fireworks show. So I'm not going to convince you not to do it, I'm sure, but I would like to convince you to be as safe as you possibly can for your kids, the neighborhood, the houses, the pets, everybody. Please be extra careful. And, uh, and, and again, we had some great fireworks displays, and, and there are more throughout the, uh, the week for this holiday. Meanwhile, we were able to get out to the Detroit Golf Club and had a wonderful time, like, like thousands of people have, for this third Rocket Mortgage Classic. We couldn't have fans there last year. You know, things were, were not going to happen, but they're there now. And uh, people had a great uh, week and weekend, including the Delta Dental Pro-Am. We were broadcasting there this past week. We were also there this past week uh, for the John Shippen National Invitational, which was a lot of fun and, frankly, quite an educational experience to realize that a guy we'd never heard of, most of us, John Shippen, was actually the first U.S. professional golfer. The first U.S. professional golfer was named John Shippen. We didn't know that. And one reason is we weren't taught that. And sadly, one reason that was is because he was a black man. We know it now. We're learning lots of things, slowly but surely, and making improvements in our society, slowly but surely. And certainly Rocket Mortgage has done that through the Rocket Mortgage Classic, helping in uh, so many ways, uh, diversity and such, and bridging the digital divide, making, making it a fair playing field an equal playing field in terms of opportunity. And that's all you can ask for, and that's what we're getting from the good work of the folks at Rocket Mortgage. So with uh, that thought in mind, we also uh, present you this show, Our Opportunity Detroit, with Joshua Edmonds, City of Detroit's Director of Digital Inclusion, Trina Scott, Rocket Company's Chief Diversity Officer, Laura Graneman, Vice President, Rocket Community Fund, Luke Londo, Rock Venture Senior Public Relations Manager, and uh, much more. Coming your way right here, right now. It's all about Opportunity Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. The city of Detroit and the citizens of Detroit benefit from what Dan Gilbert and Jay Farner have taken to heart. They didn't just want to bring a fabulous 
tournament to Detroit, which they have done with the Rocket Mortgage Classic. They wanted to make a difference. They wanted to, well, they pointed out the digital divide. They pointed out areas that they felt they could make a significant difference in, and they are. And in fact, Joshua Edmonds is the City of Detroit Director of Digital Inclusion, and he's here to kind of help us fully understand what all of that means. And we just traded golf stories, and they were horrifying. <laughs> but that's the way it is for a lot of golfers and, and people who don't get to play very much. But I want you to describe your role as the Director of Digital Inclusion for this great city of Detroit. Well, thanks again, Paul. And I would say that you know my, my role is really a... Uh one collaborative effort between a number of stakeholders, but all built on bridging the digital divide. So you had mentioned that uh, we, we're here today to talk about the digital divide, and a lot of residents don't have access to internet. A lot of residents don't have access to computers or the the resources to know how to use them. And so my job is facilitating that in a citywide capacity. And 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 it's been an eye-opening uh, uh, experience. It's like the, the things that many of us just take for granted mm-hmm. are not available to a lot of people. And if they're not available to a lot of people, like I've said in the past, this whole push about uh, legal ID, everybody should have legal ID because you need legal ID to do a lot of things, not Absolutely. just vote. But you should need one for vote. That's another thing that's become politicized. But legal ID is your your way to, to get around. Absolutely. To do any number of things. But meanwhile... Give me the uh, connection, Joshua Edmonds, uh, City of Detroit Director of Digital Inclusion, the connection between the Rocket Mortgage Classic, our City of Detroit, and Connect 313. So uh, I had mentioned earlier that uh, a lot of my role is built on collaboration. And so the Rocket Mortgage Classic, Connect 313, and the City of Detroit, we're all part of a one ecosystem, which is Connect 313. And so the founding members of Connect 313 include the Rocket Community Fund, include the United Way for Southeast Michigan, Microsoft, and the city. And all of us are working collaboratively, collaboratively together because we know not one organization can bridge the digital divide, but if we all work together and we leverage our strengths, we can actually make a difference in the community. So the the Connect 313 Fund, this collaborative organization founded by the city of Detroit, the Rocket Mortgage Classic, Rocket Companies, Microsoft, United Way of uh, Southeastern Michigan, uh, that aims to close that famous now Detroit's digital divide by focusing on four strategic pillars. Can you share those pillars with us? Absolutely. So the first piece of that is uh, data collection. We know uh, we cannot uh, solve a problem that we're not well-informed to solve. In addition, we're looking at neighborhood technology hubs, uh, as well as building out community ambassadors. And uh, the, the last piece is really focusing on community storytelling. So as we're facilitating trust, we need to be telling that narrative of what we're doing to empower more residents engaged with technology. All very important uh, for this to come about. And the Rocket Mortgage Classics Changing the Course Mission, one of the biggest fundraising platforms and vehicles for awareness by Connect 313. And last year, you raised a lot of money. Yes, we did. $2.4 million. Yes. That's really spectacular. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and and that's what it's going to take, quite frankly. It's going to take spectacular efforts from our partners to really get to the root of this issue. Uh, we don't want to be uh, caught up in problem management around the digital divide. We want to solve this, and the partners at the table and, uh, and amazing events like this gives us the fuel to be able to do that. So talk about the changing the course. Talk about Rocket Mortgage's changing the course initiative and how it has impacted uh, 
again uh, the city of Detroit. So changing the course has impacted the city of Detroit in a, in, in a number of ways. As I had mentioned, we've been able to onboard neighborhood technology hubs. Uh, most recently, the federal government launched the Emergency Broadband Benefit, uh, and that is a program for Detroiters. If they call 313-241-7618. Whoop, whoop, say that again. 313-241-7618. Uh, Detroiters can actually qualify for a $50 a month discount on their internet bill. The reason why I'm mentioning that is because through this Changing the Course initiative, we've been able to mobilize neighborhood technology hubs that are acting as intake centers for residents who might need additional help uh, with filling out that application. In addition to being able to do that, we've been able to transform the way that we uh, talk about data. We've actually facilitated a community election uh, last December and have elected residents who are able to... um, actually make recommendations for how we need to bridge the digital divide wow. off of that $2.4 million of funding we had last year. Very cool. And uh, and a community ambassador program. Absolutely. So we've been able to mobilize a network of community ambassadors uh, for folks who, quite frankly, can knock on doors. We can't and f- to facilitate trust in the community for us to be able to further uh, um, reach our objectives around bridging the digital divide. And tell me about uh, the, uh, the Connect 313 and uh, Brilliant Detroit. So Brilliant Detroit uh, is actually our um, neighborhood technology hub organization within um, uh, Connect 3 and 3. So Brilliant Detroit uh, does amazing work throughout the city. They're able to um, operate in a very hyper-local capacity in neighborhoods to facilitate that trust. And so the Brilliant Detroit locations are the ones doing that intake with that federal program I would mentioned earlier. And finally, Joshua, in our final minute here, this changing the course is obviously a long-term initiative. Uh, where do you see digital inclusion in our city of Detroit over the next few years? Well, over the over the next few years, we're going to transition from where we are now. Right now, we're still having the conversation, how do we go from zero to one? How do we take someone who doesn't have internet access, who doesn't have a computer, and how do we get them connected? That's what we're talking about today. But the digital divide and the way that we operate is going to change thanks to amazing efforts like this. And so we're not going to be having the conversation about who has access to the internet and who doesn't um, anymore. We're going to be having the conversation about what do we do when people do have that and how do we prioritize them and empower, empower them for the future. You know, uh, Joshua Edmonds, City of Detroit Director of Digital Inclusion, it occurs to me that You have a job that didn't exist anywhere five years ago, let's say. Exactly. Maybe even two years ago. But no, let's say five years ago. It's not what you went to school for. (laughs) How are you liking it? (laughs) Uh, I I really do like it. And you're you're absolutely right. This job did not uh, exist. Uh, The city of Detroit, we're actually the first uh, municipality in the United States to have a director of digital inclusion. And now there are subsequent directors of digital inclusion. They're following our lead. And so I like it. uh, But it has a lot of... um, A lot of... A lot of room for growth. (laughs) Well, I'm just going to tell you this. From my observation, you do a nice job. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. Joshua Edmonds, City of Detroit Director of Digital Inclusion, another beneficiary of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Everything that is being done, uh, thanks to Dan Gilbert, Jay Farner, and their incredible team, has been great for Detroit. We've gone through a lot of it. We talked about the John Shippen, and we were here for the John Shippen because it's that important, and we never even heard of John Shippen a couple of years ago. And to find out that he was the first U.S. professional golfer that everyone would have celebrated had he not been black, Hmm. but because he was. These are the things we're learning along the way that are very important, and that's why there is a chief diversity officer at Rocket Mortgage Companies because they do care and they do understand it's all about education. 
for us all to better understand and get along. Trina Scott is that person who sits across from me with uh, unbounded enthusiasm. <laughs> so excited, Paul W. Thank you for continuing to elevate this. John Shippen was the first American U.S. golfer to play in the U.S. Open five times. Unbelievable. He played at the age 16. I know we talked about it earlier this week, but it's so important to elevate him. And you know, not only did we have a golf tournament that produced three winners uh, that will qualify for the PGA and the LPGA, and uh, one of the winners, Tim O'Neill, 48 years old. I'm 48, Paul. And, you know, when you think about athletes, you think about how long you put in that time. Right. He's been at it for a long time. And for him to win and qualify for the RMC, we are over, overly excited about that. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say, Paul, today is my husband, Samino, and I, our 15th year anniversary. And oh, so, happy anniversary. Yes, yes. We're excited about. Well, that's uh, excellent news. Yes. Now if I could just produce on the golf course today. <laughs> are you are you playing? I am. I'm playing with Harold Farner the third. You're a pretty good golfer, though. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's good. I mean, I, I really am bad. You are good. <laughs> well, if that's the case, yes, I'm great then. <laughs> <laughs> Want to play for money is the next question that I'm usually asked. Really, you're really bad. Want to play for money? Right. Uh, I just usually just hand over the money. So we we have had the winners. You've yes. talked about it. That winner gets to play in the I don't know better way to put it the regular Rocket Mortgage Classic. That's right. And our goal is to work with the PGA Tour, the LPGA, to continue this. Not only have John Ship in Detroit, John Ship in Atlanta, John Ship in New Jersey. We need to continue to elevate and have pathways for our black men and women golfers to get into the tour. And so we're excited about it. But, Paul, you know, today we also are hosting our second day of the John Ship and Business Summit. Well, yeah, the Business Summit is very important. And yes. that's on right now. It is happening. It starts at 11, actually, and you can go to thejohnshippen.com to sign up. It's for high school students and college, um, college students to really understand how to get into the operational side of sports. And you can imagine that, Paul, you appreciate this, that you're on the radio and all the things that happen, not just being, you know, the superstar that you are, but all of your team that's around you right here. <laughs> Did you hear that? Team? Yes. She superstar. referred to me as a superstar. Yes, they know it. They told me. I'd like you to call me Mr. <laughs> Paul from now on. And maybe I could have a steakhouse just like the Mr. Paul's steakhouse. Wait a minute. I'm digressing. Did you? I didn't mean to hit my mic a moment ago. I was swatting a fly. It was... It's a lot of flies. They out love here. me. They these bugs love me, uh, and uh, they're sticking to me like uh, honey. But to be serious, you know, uh, the invitation of the the golf tournament now leading to the summit is our commitment to the city of Detroit to the game of golf, not to just just to bring the best players in the world here to Detroit, uh, but also to make sure that we elevate the things that are important for our citizens and for our community. And so we're just a small cog in the wheel of trying to continue to create inclusive pathways for diversity to be able to thrive. So thank you for continuing to elevate this story and continue to keep it going, Paul W. We appreciate you. Well, I, we're going to keep it going, and, and we do that, too, every week with Opportunity Detroit. In, until Rocket Mortgage uh, came out with that program, sponsoring that program, mm -hmm. there were a tremendous number of young entrepreneurs that would not be known about, wouldn't have an outlet to get to be known yeah and and i feel pretty good about that we've been doing that how many years now it's been a few years 10 11 years the, it, it's it, it the number of things that really that dan and jay have done over and above becoming the world's best mortgage company mm -hmm. and the biggest 
over and above that, they have given back so much to the community. Uh, and and take a golf tournament like the Rocket Mortgage Classic that some people might say, oh, yeah, yeah, well, that's a little uppity, a little high-end uh, <laughs> golf tournament. They bring us right back down to reality with all the good things that are coming out of this, like bridging the digital divide, yes. for example. Yes. Like having this uh, this sports business summit and the John Shippen itself. Yes. I mean, this is a lot of good stuff that should not go by without it being recognized and noticed. And I'm happy I'm able to do that. Thank you so much. Well, Dan's motto is for more than profit, doing well by doing good. And everything that we do, we think about how can we contribute back to the city, how we can be involved with the city, how we can work together. And so it's our pleasure to be able to do that. And we don't hang our hats on what we did before. We keep upping the game. And so that's what you will see this year. And that's what you'll continue to see as we, as long as we have the Rocket Mortgage Classic here at the Detroit Golf Club. You know, Trina Scott, if only you were a little bit more enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony Butler, engineer, came over and had to move your microphone he away, away like, from back, you. <laughs> because, you know, there are some guests like me who don't even need a microphone. Right. Uh, because, because, <laughs> because we're so loud. But uh, you, you bring that enthusiasm to your job. Uh, Rocket Mortgage Company's Chief Diversity Officer. Uh, very lucky to have you. Thank you. And I'll say that uh, Detroit and Michigan uh, are very lucky to have you, too, doing what you do it. and helping us, educating us. Thank you. Thank we you for the opportunity. It. I appreciate it, Paul W. We'll see you again soon. We will do that. Uh, hit them long. Hit them straight. Hit them often. Oh, no, that's to me. <laughs> have fun out there, Trina. I'm going to. Thank you so much. She's uh, part of it, the Rocket Mortgage Classic at the Detroit Golf Club. Stay with us here. As we continue on Opportunity Detroit, we say hi again to a former host on the program. She's vice president of the Rocket Community Fund. She's Laura Graneman. Laura, nice to be with you always. It's always nice to be with you. Thanks for having me, Paul. We're out here at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Things are going well. It's a beautiful event. Laura, by the way, is the the Vice President of Strategic Investments at the Rocket Community Fund, which drives philanthropic strategy for the Rock family of companies. In fact, she co-founded the organization in May of 2016. Laura has a degree in international development from Georgetown. She's been back in Detroit driving economic development work for some, I think it's got to be about seven years now? About seven years, that's right. It's amazing how that time does really fly. And, uh, and we're, we're glad to be here with you at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. I want to know some of the specifics. We've talked about a lot over the week, and WJR has been well represented all week and weekend long at the Rocket Mortgage Classic and the Delta Dental Pro-Am. But uh, tell me about the changing the course and, and what that means here at the Rocket Mortgage Classic this year. Well, you know, the Rocket Mortgage Classic has always been about more than just golf. It's always been about utilizing the tournament as a platform for us to be able to highlight the city of Detroit and have ripple effects and generational change that impacts Detroit residents across the city. So the Changing the Course initiative is really geared towards bridging the digital divide across the city of Detroit. And we saw this, of course, during the pandemic, it was exacerbated, but we know that the digital divide has been really pervasive even before the pandemic, um, keeping people away from things like employment, education, 
community connectivity, the critical resources that you can access only on the internet, especially these days. So changing the course is all about raising awareness and raising funds to drive an end to the digital divide. And it seems very obvious that uh, Dan Gilbert, Jay Farner, you, the whole team, never looked at just saying, hey, let's, let's have a, let's bring a, a major golf tournament to Detroit. It's like you had a plan from the beginning that the Rocket Mortgage Classic would be so much more than these great professional golfers on the course here at the Detroit Golf Club. So much more for the city of Detroit and the state of Michigan. Yeah, it is a perfect example of what we call for more than profit. So it is it is not just about the the marketing opportunity or the sponsorship opportunity. It is also about bringing a critical event and exciting opportunity to the city of Detroit that then has ripple effects for many years to come. And there are some things that have happened that have been mind expanding for sure. I mean, most of us have never heard of John Shippen. We just haven't, and it's a little embarrassing, yeah. but I'm not alone. A lot of people, most people, didn't know that John Shippen was the first United States professional golfer. He was the first, but because he was black, he was not celebrated the way he should have been and that he is now. So uh, talk a little bit, for people who didn't hear it during the week, talk a little bit about the John Shippen event. Well, we were so proud to be able to host a, an event before the Rocket Mortgage Classic tournament actually began that was named after and in memory of John Shippen himself. Um, and that event was uh, to have amateur, uh, or amateur black golfers come to the golf course and be able to... to um, to play for a spot in the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And, and I was surprised beca uh, because they're usually separate, but they, there were men and women playing. Yes, there were men and women, and the, w the man who won was able to get a spot in the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Uh, the female golfer who won was able to get an exemption into an LPGA Tour event. Wow, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. And, uh, and all of the other things that were attached to that, including a, a, a kind of a, a virtual business uh, I, 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 the words escaping me but like a summit, summit uh, the virtual business summit that uh, was free and very helpful to kids that's right yeah so again about creating those opportunities to both educate to entertain to have those ripple effects and so we brought together professionals from across the sports industry to talk to uh, kids about uh, the different opportunities that they could access within sports itself. Um, so, so many different exciting opportunities over the course of this week, whether you're a golfer or whether you're, whether you're just an a excited fan. And even if you're not a golfer or an excited fan, the community is impacted by this. I mean, this is, I don't mean to make it sound like I'm like the biggest cheerleader in the world for this, but when you start to peel back the layers of all the things that are included and come with the Rocket Mortgage Classic that other golf tournaments until now never even dreamed of or thought about, now other tournaments are going, oh boy, look what they're doing. Maybe we ought to take a look at the community we're having this tournament in and do a few things. So. How are the community members impacted? 
Well, um, we, we believe that everything we do is of and for the city of Detroit. And so, uh, you know, first and foremost, so much of what we're doing here today and this throughout the course of this week is uh, geared towards, again, that mission of bridging the digital divide across the city of Detroit. Uh, we've really been able to work closely with community, work closely with partners, work closely with sponsors uh, to, to drive both awareness building and fundraising towards bridging the digital divide. And last year, uh, we were able to found Connect 313, which is an organization that brings together stakeholders from all across the city in order to drive systemic change in bridging the digital divide. We've been able to uh, distribute over 10,000 tablets, healthcare plans for seniors across the city of Detroit. We've been able to start technology hubs across the city so that even if you don't have access to internet or digital programming in your home, you're able to access that programming at a trusted neighborhood partner. Um, but most importantly, I think we've really been able to bring partners from all across the city together to have one common conversation so that we're taking all the good work of our many, many partners um, and lifting that up and making sure it's across the entire city and not just in pockets. It's It really is something because it's, again, things that we kind of take for granted. You know, you walk in a room, you throw a light switch and you don't even think about it till the power is gone. Now, for most of us, we walk into our office uh, at home or, or wherever our office is these days, and we open a computer and we start pounding away and, and connecting with people around the world and doing our work and learning things and all of that. We don't even imagine what it must be like to not even have access. Don't have a computer? You took care of that. Don't have uh, the internet? You're taking care of that. Uh, it's it's got to be kind of heartwarming. It is heartwarming. You know, it's it's heartwarming and it's also um, eye-opening, right? Because we've we've underinvested in these systems for so long, and there's so much inequity in the in in digital access right now. And so that's really what we're all coming together to fight against is is inequity in the system, so that we can support our Detroit residents in a more holistic way that's going to set everyone up for success. Laura Graneman is vice president to Rocket Community Fund, in fact, a co-founder of the Rocket Community Fund. So uh, I guess the good question for you, Laura, directly is how is the Rocket Community Fund involved? Well, the Rocket Community Fund is, uh, is really supporting this work all year round as well. So the, the tournament is a fantastic way to raise awareness, raise funds, uh, but because this is an organization that exists 365 days of the year, that's working 365 days of the year, the Rocket Community Fund is also really supportive of this work. I have a fantastic team um, who is day in, day out, working with Connect 313 and our partners, the City of Detroit and uh, the United Way of Southeastern Michigan and many, many more um, in order to power this work. Well, there's a lot of work that's being done and needs to be done, and you've been doing it for, for quite some time, and we certainly appreciate that because uh, heartwarming, yes, but even better, as you put it, eye-opening and better understanding some of the difficulties that a lot of us don't face, but that a lot of our neighbors, friends, family, other members of the community do face. And if we want to fairly offer opportunity for everyone, we have to address these things. That's absolutely right. You know, um, you, you really can't expect in a world where everything is, is virtual, 
you know, housing resources, employment opportunities. Even when we entered the pandemic, some of our unemployment uh, benefits were accessed online, right? So you really can't um, expect people to be able to thrive in a world where we've created uh, so many um, resources and, 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 and platforms through the internet if they don't have access to internet devices or even the, the digital literacy that's required to navigate those things. When you helped start, co-found, the Rocket Community Fund, the philanthropic arm of Rocket Mortgage, the nation's largest mortgage lender, Bedrock, other affiliated companies who comprise the, uh, the, uh, the Rocket family of companies, which has certainly grown. Did you see this road or did the road reveal itself as you were moving forward? That's a great question. Um, I, I think I saw the, the people were the right people the leaders were the right leaders, uh, the vision. But the road has taken many turns, and that's as it should, right? We, we take advantage of opportunities, and that's part of what makes us a little different. We, we drive our resources in a strategic way, but we're able to be nimble as things change. When the pandemic hit, we were able to very quickly make adjustments, and we were one of the first funders who was able to make commitments right literally the weekend after everything started shutting down. So you've got to be able to take those twists and turns in stride, uh, especially as a funder, if you really want to support the community, because community is a living, breathing thing, and so we have to be able to, to move and change with it. What's next? For the Rocket Community Fund or for the Rocket Mortgage Classic? We're, we're going to keep driving towards this mission of bridging the digital divide um, at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. We take advantage of every opportunity that we can. Um, and the Rocket Community Fund, you know, we're every day looking at ways that we can strategically fight inequities in housing, employment, and public life. Um, so lots more to come. We're excited to come back and tell you about it. In fact, that just reminded me another area that we just never thought about was the number of people who were losing their homes uh, because they defaulted on a mortgage. And they might have owed very little money, but their entire investment was going to go up in smoke and they were going to lose their home. And it was you guys who first stepped out and said, we're going to do everything we can to help people keep their homes. That was that was major too. Yeah, that's right. We've seen over 150,000 property tax foreclosures in the city of Detroit. Um, and we still to this day see, you know, roughly 60,000 people who are chronically behind on their property taxes and at risk of foreclosure. Um, and it doesn't have to be that way, actually. There are resources available to help people um, who are lower income and need the support, low-income homeowners. Uh, and so we've been, for many years now, trying to support access to those resources. And then we were able, in March, to announce the Detroit Tax Relief Fund, which not only helps to increase access to those resources, but then actually wipes out tax debt for low-income homeowners in the city of Detroit. So really proud of that work. And you know, we anticipate that the Detroit Tax Relief Fund will be able to maintain the homeownership of roughly 20,000 Detroit families. Wow, that's just, that's truly incredible and wonderful. Um, what else do we need to know? I mean, there's so many different areas I know, but we have you for a couple more minutes. A couple more minutes. Is there anything else you want to add? 
No, I'm just so proud of the work of the team that's come together despite so many different hurdles, um, you know, and, and even more proud of, of the partnerships that we've been able to create across the community over the past year and a half with Connect 313 and Bridging the Digital Divide. There's so much more work to do, um, but we now have a really solid foundation in place to, to be able to grow that work. So, for example, uh, the federal government just released something called the Emergency Broadband Benefit which is a monthly stipend of about $50 for people who can qualify, um, and it's income-based. And many people don't know that this exists. $50 off your, your cable bill, so to speak. That's right, your internet bill, um, and there's also a $100 subsidy for devices, depending on the plan that you're on. So. We, you know, we have the, the foundation of partnership here in the city of Detroit to do an unprecedented campaign to help people access uh, the emergency broadband benefit. So we now have um, a call center, we have website materials, and then when you call in, you can get directed and, uh, to a nonprofit who can then support you in filling out your application. Um, so, again, just the foundation that's here to be able to support our community residents as they navigate this complex space of, of digital resources. What's the, the website we can direct people to go to? Connect313.org. Connect313.org. Vice President, Rocket Community Fund, and proudly once a co-host of this very program, Laura Graneman. Good to see you again, Laura. Keep up the good work. Thanks so much, Paul. Always appreciate it. We continue on Opportunity Detroit. Finally, on Opportunity Detroit, we say hi to the Senior Public Relations Manager of Rock Ventures, Luke Londo. Luke, you've been around a long time. You worked in the beginning on this very program. I did, and now I get to be on this side of the mic, which is very excited. I hope that you're excited about that. We're excited to have you here. You work on a lot of things we've kind of touched on and talked about, but you can be more specific. For example, um, we talked with Laura about the broadband benefit. It's the emergency broadband benefit. Our money, because all government money is our money, but our money coming back to us. Tell me about that. Absolutely. So the emergency broadband benefit is really an amazing program. And uh, we launched a campaign at the Rocket Mortgage Classic Media Day called EBB313. And what that is, is it streamlines access to the federal emergency broadband benefit. So the emergency broadband benefit provides uh, people with a $50 a month discount off of their internet and a $100 one-time discount on a device. And what we do uh, through EBB313 is we take all the guesswork out of it uh, because we know accessing federal programs is complicated. You need the internet to actually fill out the application. So if you don't have internet, it's very prohibitive. So all any Detroiter has to know is to call 313-241-7618 and that will connect them with a call center manned by Rock Connections, which is one of the Rock Company's companies, and they will walk a Detroit resident through every step of the way so that they can access this critical benefit. And in fact, um, more than 250,000 Detroit residents, nearly 40% of all Detroit households, are expected to actually qualify for the program. 
Absolutely. And Detroit actually has the largest percentage of its city in the entire country of people that qualify for this benefit. So what we have here is really a once in a generation opportunity to really connect people to technology and internet in one single impactful way. If we are able to connect everybody that qualifies for this benefit to the benefit, you know, we will be able to move Detroit from the least connected major city in America to one of the most digitally inclusive communities in the country. Happy to hear the numbers and how many people we believe will qualify for the program. I mean, let's face it, a monthly $50 discount for internet access and a one-time $100 subsidy for, for a laptop, desktop, computer, or tablet for, again, eligible residents. But it's not just going to come to them. It's not just going to happen. They have to step up and do something. And I would suggest they do it before this government money runs out. Yes, absolutely. You know, this is a it's a federally funded program and they said when the money runs out, the money runs out. So, you know, it's really important that people do call that number, which is again 313-241-7618, and they'll have a couple options. So if they're, you know, while they're talking to them, they'll be able to figure out whether or not they qualify and then uh, they will be able to find out which internet provider might best meet their unique needs. But if they do need assistance actually filling out the application because they don't have internet or they need additional support, we have several nonprofit partners who are really, really critical in this effort. And I wanna shout them out. They include Cody Rouge, Brilliant Detroit has four different locations that are doing this, Franklin Wright Settlements Incorporated, and it's just really, oh, as well as Friends of Parkside, and what they will do is they will sit with a resident and help them fill out the entire application on site. And then once they fill out the application, they will also ask them some questions about what they would need the internet for. You know, what are they streaming? Are they downloading music? Are they watching movies, Netflix, Hulu, what have you? And then they will connect them to one of our uh, provider partners who are also providing this service to Detroit residents. Well, it's obviously it's something that is important for the residents uh, of Detroit it's important for the overall city of Detroit absolutely no this is a this is extremely important especially you know in Detroit you have 30% of its residents don't have access to the internet in their homes. 22% of Detroit families currently only access the internet through a cell phone. And 40% of Detroit families have no cellular data plan. So this single program is really going to be able to address all of those statistics for the better and help move Detroit from the least connected major city in America to just a, a hub of innovation and interconnectedness and digital inclusion. Truly a key into the fairness of the equality of opportunity for everyone. Absolutely. Anything else we need to know? You all set with that, Luke? Uh, just happy to be here. Thank you for, uh, for inviting me, and have a great day. Not a bad uh, work day when you're out on the golf course here uh, at the Detroit Golf Club, which is where we have been this week and into this weekend. Uh, and that's going to do it for Opportunity Detroit this week. A very special Rocket Mortgage Classic Edition with other information. Luke Londo, Senior Public Relations Manager of Rock Ventures. And I'll talk to you in the mornings, Monday through Friday from 6 till 9. I hope you'll join us. Go on out, make it a great rest of the day. Regards, Paul W. Smith.